Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Hi everyone, how are you? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Merry Christmas. Lovely to have you here today. Uh, I'm just going to get right stuck into it, but before I do, I always say that, don't I? I'm going to get right stuck into it, but first, uh, yeah, so having a little bit of a heat wave here and this morning, it's Wednesday morning, we've woken up, Gabe's been a bit clingy. Um, I think maybe we might be due for a storm, you know, one of those big ones that we have um, after a few days of really high temperatures. I think we're in for one of those. So if you hear some puffing and panting and running around it's just the little fella and um yeah I'll wrap it up quickly if that happens because I want to make sure you feel safe and loved um but without further ado let's get on with today's episode so you know what when I was uh, planning what to discuss today while thinking about what I wanted to talk with you about um it was I don't know all these thoughts came to my mind like oh I guess I should talk to them about reflecting on 2022 maybe I should talk to everybody about how to plan for the new year but you know what there was just part of me like (laughs) there's just part of me that said no, I think they deserve more than that. Like I really just want to, you can get that stuff from so many places and I don't want to reinvent the wheel. And there are other people that can talk to you about planning, um, you know, in, in different ways to me. As you know from previous podcasts, the way I plan is through my tarot. Um, so if you want some help or you want to learn how to plan using the tarot, um, I'm your girl. <laughs> Get in touch with me and I will help you with that. Um, and we can make a plan for you. That's not a problem. But that's what I do. And so anyway, I was using my tarot cards and, of course, my oracle cards and thinking about what did I want to really achieve next year. And do you know what? The whole thing was just feeling really heavy and hard. And then... I pulled out my journal and that's when things start flowing for me sometimes. Sometimes I'm really great with my cards. Other times I just need to get it out through a pen. So that's what I was doing. Uh, And it was so interesting because I love stream of consciousness writing. And what came through for me was I've been doing a lot of work on values and shadow values lately. And we've spoken about this before you and I, so I won't go into that again either. But one of the, one of my shadow values is freedom. Like I really, really, really want and need more freedom. Last year was such a, well, we're still in it, but this year was so big. Like it was like I was on a, and you can relate to this, I'm sure, but I, I felt like I was just on this constant learning curve. And every time I just got you know, really, I don't know, 
every time I got something under my belt and I felt confident with it, uh, there was now another thing to learn. So it was like this constant, I just felt like I was on this big roller coaster of learning curves. And while I was doing that, trying to manage the business and work with people and do groups and memberships and da 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 da, da all the things. Um, and you know what? It was a fantastic year. Like I hit so many goals, as you know. Um, however, I realized when I was doing my journaling, this theme of freedom started to emerge on page three and, you know, it just kind of kept coming. And so I want to share with you what came through because I was not expecting it. Um, and it's resulted in a bit of a rebrand. I know, you know me, I love a rebrand, right? <laughs> We changed the logo this year. So now the logo for the business is a light code, which oh, I just love it so much. And I'll explain to you the story of the light code if you're interested. Um, but basically what I really love about it is that everybody who sees it, that there's an infusion or a vibration about it that um, radiates gratitude for you that radiates abundance to you um, that radiates all good things um, for yourself and all others and um, it was created with that intention in mind of everybody that it comes into contact with I wanted to have a feeling of prosperity a feeling of fulfillment a feeling of joy all those sorts of things and so that was why I had that created for the, the practice. And so now that's the logo. And of course, we had a rebrand of the podcast, um, new music, new intro, all of that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, just so much going on. But as a result of this journaling that took place over the break, we now have another rebrand for the actual business. And it just feels, I was telling one of my friends the other day, it just feels so grown up. Like I just feel like, you know what, it's like the next level, isn't it? It's that next, not level, but that next stage of evolution. That's better. Yeah, that next stage of evolution, that next stage of expansion. So my old branding, as you know, was um, like the crescent moon and my colors at the time when I first had my colors that are pretty unique and not many people had them, but, but now, you know, lots of people have those colors and that's fine. But for me, I guess maybe there was part of me that was wanting to be different, you know, because I do have a little bit of a rebel in me in case you hadn't noticed. <laughs> and anyway, so I'm sitting there with my journal and what comes through is that, yeah, I want this freedom and everything. And then I ended up writing down, hang on, I can tell you exactly what I wrote down. Um, I wrote down, sorry, I'm just trying to read my own writing here because I want to make sure that I got it correct. Creating a private practice, oh, creating a flourishing private practice that nourishes your soul is an act of self-care. And like when I read that, I thought, whoa that's so big and like I'm not the self-care person like I'm not but I feel like the reason this came out was because this year has been so big I've been although I try my best to be balanced with my energy and I am intentional with how I want to use my energy I cannot deny that there's been a lot of action it's been thought out it's been 
carefully managed, but it's been a year of a lot of action taking behind the scenes. So a lot of trying new things in the business, building out new things in the business, shutting some things down in the business. It's It's been heavily focused on the business, as so many of you know. And I feel like my body and my soul are saying, right, the next 12 months, 2023, is going to be about you yourself also focusing back on your business, Brooklyn, and making sure that it is flourishing and that it's nourishing for my soul too um, because that is an act of self-care for me. And then that became a journal prompt. So um, I started questioning my soul, having a soul inquiry, asking myself, well, what does what does a flourishing private practice that nourishes my soul actually look like if that was a self-care act and oh my gosh the things that came through from that was so big and so powerful and I can share with you I mean it's very early days but I can share with you that I have actually taken some action on a few things so the first thing that I did was um, I decided that I was going to use that line out of my journaling as my new tagline for the business right so that's my new tagline for the business um, and I wanted, um, I, I, it wasn't even intentional. I was in Canva going to create stuff for Etsy, right? And I clicked on something because I was making Facebook posts for therapists and like templates for them that they could buy. And when I was in there, uh, I resized a post that I'd made to Facebook and I accidentally did it to Facebook profile cover. And then I thought, actually, this looks really nice. And I, I think I'd really like to keep this for myself. So um, I tinkered around with it a little bit. And I had no idea that this was what I wanted to see. But now my main color is black. It's um, moody. It's, uh, I don't know, I just look at it and I just feel earthy. I feel connected. I feel depth. I feel thriving and flourishing I feel all of the things but the the my brand now is a mixture of um very moody florals and very moody sort of dark green ferns dark green leaves um shadows things like that um all on black and it's very dramatic and I just it feels so right for me it feels very luxurious um, but also it conveys that sense of growth that sense of beauty that feminine energy which I think you know when I was creating this I would say because I wasn't conscious um, consciously doing it I was just like you know how you get in Canva and you don't even think you're just like how does that feel how does that feel so I was just doing it all like that and I feel like the message from within was you know putting it right there in front of me you know as a mirror saying do you know what Brooklyn get out of the masculine this <laughs> this coming year get back in the feminine and we're gonna put this reminder in front of you every single day of flowers and earthiness and depth and you know all, all those sorts of beautiful things so the you know, Facebook cover got changed this morning uh, and then I changed it on the Facebook business page as well. I then went and changed my Etsy banner. Yesterday, you know, I haven't had a website for nearly 
oh, eight months now. The only website that I've had, as you know, is that Member Vault one, um, which isn't mine. That's Member Vault's website that I use um, to sell little courses and, you know, bundles of essential forms for private practice and things like that. But I haven't had the brooklynstorm.com website for the longest time. And then it was yesterday, I think, in the morning, I just thought, yeah, I'm going to, you know, go and make myself a new website. Now, would you believe it took me about half an hour? I'm not even joking. It took me about half an hour. I just went into GoDaddy. That's who I use. I know other people use other platforms, but I use GoDaddy. And um, yeah, honestly, the whole thing took me about half an hour um, and it and it was publishable. So it's published now. And do you know what? I've just kept it really simple. Um, I haven't added any extra fluff. It's just super simple, super clean. You jump in, jump out, get what you need and go. And oh, it just feels so good. <laughs> I really, really like it. Um, I do want to add another tab, which is going to be for some free resources for therapists. So I will see how I feel later today. Maybe I'll add that in today. But anyway, so all of this has happened in like 24 hours. And then the other thing that I did was after I started the journaling, one of the things I realized, and I will share my journal prompts with you because I've um, got them written out. But one of the things that I had asked myself was, um, you know, in terms of flourishing in the private practice, where is it flourishing and what needs pruning? And so one of the, yeah, I know I was using the whole garden analogy, right? <laughs> And so anyway, I was thinking about what needs pruning. So I pruned my one-to-ones. I don't know if that'll be a permanent thing. I'm not sure at this stage. I haven't made a firm decision, but um, I do know that I'm not offering them for the first quarter of um, 2023 uh, because I want to focus on the groups. Uh, we've got the we've got HLM starting uh, the second week of January, the marketing with soul ladies are, are still going there only halfway through their program. Um, plus we've got the inner circle membership and then we've got the private practice 101 members who are all learning how to start their private practices and so much more. So I just really want to focus on my groups for the first quarter and we'll see after that um, where we're at with the one-to-one stuff. The other thing that I thought of was, you know, what needs um, fertilizing and what needs more love. And the thing that I realized needs more love is my free groups and, of course, my um, inner circle and my private practice one-on-one group. So I've been thinking about what that could look like over the coming few weeks. And that's really where I want to do some, some work. The other things that I asked myself was, you know, where's the dead wood here? Like, um, what am I, what am I avoiding? What's the fungus? What's the, I don't know, what's that bug that needs to be gotten rid of? Like, what is it? What, what am I avoiding here? What do I not like seeing or doing or, or things like that? And you know what, part of that has been email, which is why I now have an email free business. Um, but so now I just do everything on um, messenger and I do everything on Instagram so I don't monitor emails if people send me one they get a auto reply back saying that you know it's not monitored and then they just contact me on Facebook or Instagram um, but I thought what else could go and I started to think about some of the behind the scenes admin because this year I've already done my planning um, 
also as you know because I mentioned that previously as well so I'm just looking at it now and I've got everything color-coded and I can see when I need to um, you know emails are part of business right in terms of I love to send emails out I just don't like you know being bombarded with a million of them every morning because it takes so much of my time away from being in the groups and you know, contributing that way, especially when so many of the emails are things that could be easily answered in groups. Um, that's why I sort of shut it down. But I've got, I'm running a business. I will need to be sending out emails to let people know at certain times of the year, hey, you can enroll in this now or hey, this is coming up or I've got a sale on this on the Etsy store. Or something. So I will need to send emails. So I made a decision that I was going to hire a virtual assistant. Now, I have done that before. I have always had my virtual assistants um, from a site called Online Jobs PH. Um, and do you know what? I probably haven't had a VA from there in maybe the last two or three years. But my experience, not just from there, like I've also on Facebook, there are two groups that um, can connect you with VA so they do like matchmaking for you with VAs and you know what it was just a nightmare like I can remember um, oh, when was it was it 2019 I went to Hollywood because I was getting interviewed on private practice and manifesting and how you can integrate manifesting with uh, your private practice so I was there um, I was in LA and then from there, I was I had to fly over to London because I was being interviewed on Sky News there for um, also, you know, how you use spiritual approaches in setting up businesses and stuff like that. So um, what happened was the VA just messed up the flights, totally messed up the flights. Um, I was able to still attend both um appearances however I lost about six thousand dollars in the process because of mix-ups because there were just some communication issues you know um anyway so that was frustrating um and then another time I had a VA and I was working with her and then she just went AWOL just just disappeared um all of this sort of stuff so just kind of I don't know um anyway so they start off well um, in my experience, but then, you know, but I was sitting there the other day and I thought, no, well, how was I responsible for that? You know, I was using my four levels of consciousness or what could I do differently? Da, 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 da. So now I've got in touch with um, three places, one in the UK, one in America, one in Australia. And um, yeah, I made a um, job description. And isn't it funny because like at the start I was thinking, oh, well, I just want them to schedule all my emails that have to go out this year, right? <laughs> there's a, there's quite a few emails that have to go out this year. Uh, and I thought that'll just be a task. And then I thought, well, what if I also just get them to do a few other things? And you know what? Next thing you know, I've got like this long list of things that I would love a virtual admin to do. So I put down like the core things that, that are essential. And then if they're able to do things, <laughs> um, then I really wanted them to be able to do that as well. So anyway, I'm interviewing those three ladies uh, next week. So I'm really, really excited because the thing that came through with the journaling was, you know, I don't like my email. I don't like 
um, it's not that I don't like setting things up. I do like setting things up, but my goal next year is to have more time freedom. So it makes sense for me just to give all of my templates to somebody else and say, please go and set these up for the next 12 months so I don't even have to look at them rather than me spending my time doing it because that's taking up my time. That's not giving me time freedom. Yep. So anyway, there's that. So that feels really, 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 really good. And I had to ask myself too, like, um, imagine if, you know, like I had to connect in with how do I feel when I know I've got to check the email and there's going to be like so many, I'm not going to get through them and da, 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 da. It just feels, it just feels like you're under a mountain of mail. Um, so anyway, I thought, how am I going to feel if that's taken off my plate? And then I thought, how am I going to feel if somebody else can pre-schedule all my emails? And I suddenly felt free and I suddenly felt really good in my body and I felt really energized and I just felt like I had all of this momentum coming back again and that was what made the decision for me. Um, so I don't know if that's going to help you with anything but yeah asking myself how am I going to feel once I don't have to deal with that anymore <laughs> kind of made it a no-brainer and I have now set aside money to pay for a, a VA and put steps in place to make sure everything's happening and working like it should and all of that sort of jazz. And it just feels so, 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 so good. And the ladies are all lovely and they're asking, oh, can I also do your social media? But do you know what? I love to do my own social media. I Honestly, I really do. Um, so no, I'll still do all of my social media. But you never know. I mean, stuff happens. So now I'm just keeping in my mind, if I want more time freedom, what else can I delegate? And what does that look like? And what does that feel like? And do you know what? This is scaling the business. This is when you start hiring other people to kind of be on your team now, this, this is scaling. And the other thing for me about scaling is I realized on reflection from the year that just went, that I'm only one person um, and that I can't sustain the pace that I've been going over the last 12 months. Well, I reckon I probably could, but I, I don't want to. I want to have more time because I don't want it to be at the expense of my feminine. Okay, so at the moment, my feminine's getting nourished by doing all the things on Canva and creating things for the Etsy shop. Um, but I want to do other sort of real world stuff that connects me to my feminine. Like I want to eat different differently. I want to eat different foods. I want to sleep differently. I want to be outdoors more. Um, so yeah, I've gone and booked myself. So I've that was the other thing I did to create more time freedom. I stopped doing one-on-one so taking on new one-on-one -on -one clients so I will finish with the ones that I've currently got the other thing that I did was I blocked off every Friday so I'm no longer working Fridays that gives me three days to rest gives me three days to get my time back which that feels really good and then on the Fridays what I am going to do is um book myself in for something fun right that's the other thing I'll come back to that in a moment but it's going to be like a float one Friday a massage one Friday a salt room therapy one Friday do you know what I mean so Friday is going to be the day where I do something just for me and then I'll go and do the shopping or whatever but I'll be out and about so that all feels really good and the other thing and I don't even know why this self-care stuff's coming up because I'm um, it's really not my thing um but 
what honestly what came through for me was part of is like you don't need more self-care Brooklyn you need more fun and I thought that was really interesting because you know what every day I have a bath for like two hours I'm not even joking and I I have a bath probably from four to six and I'm responding to Facebook stuff, to DMs, stuff like that for the first hour of it. And then the second hour of it, I'm just kind of kicking back and relaxing. So I've got this time where I'm doing that. I've got time where every day I'm just watching movies or, you know, just plodding around or, you know, playing in Canva just for fun and stuff like that. But I kind of feel like, um, yeah, my, my self-care is okay. But yeah, I want to do more fun things. So yeah. Um, my, my two words for next year are freedom and fun. And I think that that's going to really have, um, a big impact on my business. And the other thing that I've realized is it's time for me to get off that roller coaster of always being in the phase of, oh, here's something new to learn. Here's something new to learn. Um, and I think so many of us go through it. We're like, doing all of the courses and we're absorbing all of the stuff because it's exciting and it's fun and it's inspiring and you have 10 notebooks and you write all of the stuff down and then you never do anything with the 10 notebooks and you throw them out maybe a year later or you hang on to them in case you're going to need them you have this big pile of notebooks please tell me I'm not alone (laughs) and so what I'm going to do next year sorry that was just my pen what I'm going to do next year is not creating anything new Okay, don't hold me to this because who knows. But at the moment, my intention is just to refine the things I've already got and make them even better so that I can have more time back. Because the more I'm on learning curves, the more I'm not spending time with my family, the more I'm not spending time with Gabe, the more I'm not looking after myself. So yeah, that's what came through for me. So this is um, where next year's going I I'm dead set on continuing it's just the next stage of the business but continuing to create that private practice that is flourishing and that feeds my soul that's that's what I really want and having a business that does those things is an act of self-care I can do for myself right I know. So from that space and from my little aha moment, my little tagline there, that's my North Star for next year. Just refining, bringing everything back, bringing everything back, just grounding, grounding, grounding. Um, And we'll see how it goes. So I did promise you that I would share some of the prompts that I used, um, you know, that allowed me to have this aha moment and I'm planning from this so if traditional planning doesn't work for you maybe a journaling approach to planning will and as I said if you want to learn my approach to planning using the uh, tarot cards we can do that as well another time just let me know so the first thing that I asked myself was um, what does my practice really need from me right now what does my practice really need from me right now? So if my practice was a person and that person was sitting opposite me and I said, hey, you know, I love you so much and I want to make sure you got everything that you need so you can thrive and flourish. What do you really need from me right now? What would the practice say to you? Okay, not what you think the practice needs, but allow yourself to hear from the business what it's needing from you. That's number one. Um, Ask yourself, you know, 
and again, this is just what I use because the tagline that came up for me, I'm using it as a tagline now, was about flourishing. So I'm going with the whole garden analogy. So I'll share that with you. But, you know, what needs pruning in my business, what needs fertilizing in my business, what am I giving too much to in my business like maybe you're watering it too much and, and something's dying. Like that can happen. When when you love something so much, we can kind of like over give and then things start to drop away. What am I neglecting in the business at the moment? And how would I feel like once I've done that weeding and pruning and, and gardening? What needs to be planted? you know, and understanding that everything happens in seasons and cycles. But I mean, is there anything that needs to be planted now so it can bloom in the spring, right? So is there a project you've been thinking about that you need to start mapping out or working on so that when we get to, you know, three quarters of the way into the year, you're actually making money from it? Like have a think about that too, okay? And is there anything that needs shade, like protection? So all of those sorts of things can be, all those sorts of prompts can be used in a way to help you uncover things that your practice may need, but also things that um, you may need from it. Okay. And um, yeah, I hope that this is helpful for you. And once you have your answers, the next thing is to take action, right? Just like I'm taking action, I'm in the process now of hiring a virtual assistant for, you know, the start of the new year. Um, I'm actually, when I get off this podcast, I'll go and book my first float for, you know, not next Friday, I think it's a holiday, but the Friday after that. So I can go and I can start to pre-book some of those things. So do take action on what comes through and allow this to be your North Star for next year, okay? What does your practice need from you in order for it to flourish? And guess what? Maybe it doesn't need more things. Maybe it's in the same stage as mine and it needs cutting back, right? And that's okay. Um, anyway, have a think about it and let me know how you go. I really hope that this has been a helpful episode for you. I really just wanted to be fully transparent and show you what has been happening um, over here <laughs> for me with my practice um, and how I'm going to be, you know, creating a business that's flourishing and that's nourishing my soul um, for 2023. So I hope that you have a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast um, and have a yeah wonderful day. Bye. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.